We have all experienced moments in our journey of faith that seemed as if we're on a roller coaster. Now, some love roller coasters and they feel like they're exciting and thrilling, but for others, it scares the life out of you and maybe even gets you sick. Roller coasters might be a great part of an amusement park experience, but they shouldn't be a part of our daily life. I'm your host, Roger Nelms, and over the past nearly 30 years of ministry, I've witnessed so many struggle through roller coaster Christianity because of a lack of spiritual disciplines. Hey, listen, I've even experienced this cycle myself, so you're not alone. This podcast is for Christians who want to get off the up and down cycle of passive faith and learn how to live the abundant life that God intended. So twice a month, we're going to discuss biblical truth and action steps that will put you in the driver's seat of your spiritual development and also empower you to maintain an upward growing faith that not only benefits you, but makes an impact in the world around you. You're listening to The 12, building habits that lead to spiritual maturity. Stick around. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, leave comments, share it with your friends, and even leave us a review. Enjoy the show. We have just entered into our 21 days of prayer and fasting as a church at Hope City, and it's an exciting time to just be able to focus and, and really just dig in, dig in our heels uh, in a time of uh, reaching out to God and asking Him for things that maybe we've been praying for for a long time, maybe new things, new dreams, new desires. Uh, but being in prayer uh, corporately is, uh, is a great and powerful tool. And so um, if, you're, if your church doesn't do something like that, we invite you to join us in ours for the next 21 days. We just started this past Sunday. And, uh, and we'll continue through for the 21 days. Uh, looking forward to it. But you know, ever since I was a teenager, I've had the same morning ritual. I get out of bed, I brush my teeth, and then I walk into the kitchen to get that cup of coffee. And as you probably can relate, there's just something about that first sip of coffee. Uh, the smell as I bring it, bring that cup up to my mouth and and then that taste of that deep, rich flavor. I don't know about you, but I'm a, I'm a little bit of a coffee junkie, at least in the morning. I don't drink as much as I used to, but that, that morning cup is so important for me. And uh, for me, it's as good physically as it is emotionally. You know, we all have our daily rituals and uh, some we probably don't even think about much. We just kind of do them. Uh, something or someone at some point influenced us to develop a habit, something internal that then became external. And I think we would agree that our inner life influences our external attitudes and that our habits shape us. And participating in 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting is a great way to open our spirit, to listen to the voice of God, to learn from the guidance of the Holy Spirit, and to fall deeper in love with Jesus. I know that's what you want. That's why you're listening to a podcast like this, because you want to grow in your faith. Now, I admit, juggling between work and family, taking care of uh, my house, my my bills, as well as, you know, being active in community and, of course, enjoying my hobbies with my Hot Wheels. Um, at times, it could be disorienting with our schedules, but this is all the more reason to maintain a disciplined daily time with God. You know, in Paul's closing remarks to the Thessalonians, he says this, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 6 through 18. He says, Rejoice always, 
pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And do you notice the words there uh, when he says always, continually, and all? He's telling us that, that these are everyday, all the time things that we need to be doing. And so let's hit those really quick. Rejoice always. That, that means to be full of joy over and over again. I mean, who doesn't want that in their life? But here's the thing. Joy doesn't come from our circumstances, but rather from the realization of our blessings. That reminds me of the old hymn we used to sing as, as I was growing up. Count your blessings, name them one by one. In fact, I hope that song is going on in your mind right now. You know, seeing God's uh, seeing God every day means that I need to shift my perspective to focus on the blessings and not the circumstances, and to remember even the words of Nehemiah, who said, "The joy of the Lord is my strength." And then Paul also tells us that we need to pray continually. Martin Luther once said, "To be a Christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing." Prayer puts breath in the lungs of our relationship with God. Prayer is that opportunity to share our needs, our desires, our emotions all to God and to also, though, to make room for God to speak to us if we'll stop and listen. So I I challenge you in your prayer time. I know we have a lot of prayer requests, uh, but man, take time to just pause and listen. Stop talking for a little bit of that time of your, your time alone with him and just listen to what God wants to speak to you. You know, the Lord came to Jeremiah, the prophet, and he said, call to me and I'll answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. But the key is you have to call on him. And then the key is you have to shut up long enough to listen to what he's saying. So we have to pray and we have to listen. And then finally, Paul told us, give thanks in all circumstances. This is about having an attitude of gratitude. It's that constant state of appreciation and awareness uh, to not take it for granted. Uh, to Don't take for granted the benefits that he's given us. And, and again, this is a paradigm shift for us. And here's what I've come to lo- learn and and I, I, I want to see God in my everyday moments of life. And again, I know you do too. But if I truly want to see him in my everyday moments of life, I need to build the habit of spending time with him by rejoicing always, praying continually, and giving thanks in all my circumstances. Now, I, I know we pray about a lot of things. In fact, it, here's one of my challenges to you today. Uh, make a list, a prayer list for every day. And whether you're spending five minutes or 50 minutes, uh, make a prayer list for every day. So maybe Monday would be where you pray for your job, uh, your coworkers, your boss, job safety, maybe that promotion, things like that. And then maybe Tuesdays then would be a day you pray for your local and national things like, you know, your political leaders and social uh, injustices, uh, community issues. Uh, the, the job market, uh, the finances of, of the global economy, those types of things. You get the idea. Every day, have a different topic of prayer. But make sure that you leave one of those days, or at least one of the moments in one of those days, to pray about you, to pray about yourself. Don't wait for a personal crisis to pray over yourself. Pray bold prayers of blessing and, a pre- and preventative prayers of protection. 
Do you remember that that prayer of Jabez from First Chronicles chapter four, uh, verse ten? In fact, it starts in verse nine. But you know there are books written about it, and uh, years ago it was a big thing, and all the preachers were preaching about it and leading connect groups uh, about the prayer of Jabez. And it's a great thing to focus on, but um, it's it's cool because in fact, let me read it to you. It was it was this seemingly selfish prayer, but guess what? God answered. He responded and he answered it. It says this, Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will flee from, so I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. See, he was desperate when he prayed, and, and, and it's okay to be desperate and pray at times these selfish prayers. You know, when he said, bless me, he was, he was really saying, God, fill me with strength. Make my life fulfilling, full of purpose and happy. And then when he said enlarge my territory, he was talking about his borders or even in, in Hebrew, it even goes as far as to be like his coastline. And he's talking about commerce and influence, that capacity to lead and even possess more. And then he said, let your hand be with me. See, God's hand leads, his hand protects, and he strengthens. See, Jabez knew that he couldn't do these things on his own. He needed God's hand. And then he said, keep me from harm. He's saying, keep me from evil. Keep me uh, from, from the repercussions of my enemies. Keep me from even from sin. Because he wanted to stay pure. And then he said, keep me from pain. See, he was born out of pain. In fact, the word, uh, uh, his name, Jabez, means to grieve or to be born in pain. And he might have been born in pain, but he wasn't destined to live in it. See, following ancient beliefs that a person's name represents their character, there may have been this fear that that negative consequences would follow him in life. And maybe you've felt that about yourself, too. And even although he wasn't listed with his four brothers earlier in verse 7, verse 9 points out that he was more honorable than his brothers. And then smack in the middle of these chapters of all these genealogies. If you're reading through Chronicles, it's a lot of just, this is the father and this is how many sons he had and this, you know, and then on and on and on. It's all these genealogies, but smack dab in the middle of these genealogies, the author, probably Ezra the priest was the author. And he made a point to record this prayer, this selfish prayer to turn possible disaster into blessing. The power of God revealed and answered prayer can overcome those liabilities and those perceived limitations of our past and even of our present. That's why we rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we come to you today and it's our desire to build a habit of having daily encounters with you, spending time communicating with you, lifting up our prayers to you. Yes, even our selfish prayers. Because we want to see you in the everyday rhythms of our life. And so today, we choose to rejoice, to count our blessings, to be full of joy over and over. We choose 
to pray continually over all of our circumstances and situations of life, knowing that you hear and you answer the prayers of the righteous. Not that I'm righteous in and of myself, but God, it's in your righteousness that I stand. And I also choose to have an attitude of gratitude, a constant state of appreciation for all that you've done. And in confidence, I know that you'll be with us every single step of the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of The 12. I would appreciate if you could just take a moment and share this episode on social media and invite your friends to listen as well. I know it would be nice if you could give us a positive review on whatever platform you're listening to as well. Uh, And before you go, be on the lookout for some book launch parties coming to coffee shops near you in September. Uh, We're targeting a few places in Cypress, Woodlands, Katy, and Houston. We would love for you to join us and bring a friend. Uh, We're looking for some influencers to help us. Uh, If you're interested, drop me a line at roger at rogernelms.com. There may just be some perks involved. Until next time, be blessed as you're building habits that lead to spiritual maturity.